at this point, the nonsense is so out of hand that literally morons are driving the bus. They're driving the bus. They've never driven in their life. <laughs> you know, they're they're from places that don't do driver's licenses and, and they, they have full control of the wheel in the cockpit. They're driving the bus like they do on TV shows or movies and they're just yeah, like the, going yeah. back and forth. You know, it's like how... Remember Seinfeld? Yeah. That, like that's how they did it too, for sure. Like how are you not dead right now? Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is something that that I experienced too. So I just, I, lo- I love to get your take on these kinds of things and just to see maybe where, what your experience was with something like this. If you have one. Okay. And that is forgiving someone who truly has no remorse for the actions that they had. Let's go. I'm not going to go into great detail about it, but there is, you know, somebody that I have forgiven that has wronged me uh, in the past and my family. They don't have any remorse or don't think that anything's truly wrong. But I know that for me, there was so much hate and anger that built up inside that I did not want there anymore. And I knew it was bringing me down. And like, how do you feel about that? First, I commend you for it, because that might be the hardest thing in the world to do. I agree. It might be. Or one of two spouses, the one leading the silent treatment to end it and go back to the other spouse before the feeling passes. That takes a lot. Because the feeling usually passes with spouses. And then one starts talking again, either because they need laundry done or they want sex or because somebody else needs the trash taken out or the kid's taken somewhere. Like, but outside of that, those, these are very, very difficult human things to do. For one, I commend you because that takes a tremendous amount of bravery and courage because the main reason that people won't forgive the other person We don't forgive because we believe we're administering justice. Right. Right? Yeah. We might intellectually know that we're not. If I if I keep holding on to this, because what you did, dude, you're a dirtbag. Like you live your life like a dirtbag. I'm not the first, I'm not the last. You're conning people, you're hurting people, whatever it is you're doing. I'm gonna hold on to this. I'm not gonna forgive you. Because if I forgive you, it lets you off the hook. Yeah. So you need to pay for this. So I'm going to keep suffering. Wow. We don't realize that we're the one that's suffering. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that every day we're the one going to work thinking about them. It's so true. Trying to love our kids our spouses, our friends, hang out and have a good time at the barbecue, but we're consumed with someone who doesn't care about us and is absolutely not thinking about us. No, and they're not even a, not even a part of your life really anymore, you know? So it's just one of those things. While we're literally marinating in poison, mm-hmm. hoping they die. Yeah. And it, it, took, it took me probably six or seven years before I was able to to do that, you know? Yep. So, and that was seven years too long, you know? Yeah, because um, you were probably going along trying to figure it out, yeah. b- bumping off this railing and bumping off that railing, trying to st- trying to figure out the center of the lane right. to figure that issue out. I mean, there, there's, there's few things more cliche in families than grown sisters who don't talk. Like, it riddled through our family. It it's, ripped through us. Yeah. I saw it. Like, it's still active. Hmm. But these people aren't 40 anymore. They're 60s. Yeah. Pushing 70. 
And you're still holding on to that. They're going to die in bitterness, mm-hmm. likely. Yeah. I know. I understand who the players are, and I would I would suggest that everybody, anybody listening, is like, yep, yep, she's in my family too. Yep, he's in my family too. Mm-hmm. The miserable old prick <laughs> who won't put down his beer or his remote to love on the grandkids while they're running around in the sprinkler or knocking over something in the house. It's like these people die in their bitterness because something went wrong with somebody, and it consumed them fully. They're the one who suffers. We have to realize that our forgiveness doesn't let them off the hook. It does not. But that also takes faith. And from my perspective, my standpoint, I fully, one of the big things that I did, the practical things that I did with a recent situation was I verbalized, I said, God, you promised that vengeance is yours. You promise to repay justly, even if the person doesn't deserve vengeance, which I want them to have deeply before the end of the weekend, please. <laughs> Preferably. Even if vengeance isn't what should happen, justice at least. You promise justice. Mm-hmm. It's yours. I will repay. If you do, you're taking it into your own hands and there you go. There's your reward. But I said, this is yours. You know what happened. And I'm going to let you turn this into something greater than what they even hurt. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if we let Jesus handle some of the nonsense that we're trying to fix, he'll not only recover it and undo it and reform it and turn it back anew, like it will be better than it used to be when we thought it was so great when it was taken from us. It can come back greater. Your situation in life can rebound higher and your heart can have more peace than what you felt before. But you have to let go of the need to be the one who punishes them. Because for one, you can't anyway, unless you do something illegal and really put your life in jeopardy. Right. And, you know, (laughs) the the thought did cross my mind, you know, but I did not (laughs) act upon that. You and me both. (laughs) You and me both. I was picturing a baseball bat in this scenario where I'm describing right now. And I was going to wait in the parking lot until after dark. Oh, yeah. But understanding that we're holding it so we can punish them is probably why we're doing it. And we, when we take time to realize what that's doing to us and our relationships around us and our general aura where we go, we can then start looking at, okay, I'm scared to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to let them off the hook. Damn, they hurt me so bad. Mm-hmm. They tried to put our family on the street. Like, whatever thing is yours. Right, of course. And wherever your thoughts go. Yeah. And the more serious it goes, the more it takes to go... I can't live this way. Lord, it's yours. Do what you will. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm letting that go. And then once you get that level of courage that you did, you know if you look back, you'll probably see that it wasn't a switch that fixed it. You have to have that decision switch of I'm letting this go. I'm no longer responsible to be the one that punishes and I have to let it go out of my own spirit because it's crushing me. You have to do that. But from there... Those thoughts of that person or that event are still going to come through your mind. The trauma might come back up as a memory. And if you commit to the decision you once made back there, anything that comes up here, you can remind yourself. You can speak the truth out loud. Words have power. Your words are energy as well as your thoughts. And when you do that over time, the power of that offense 
goes completely futile in your life. It is no longer there. It loses its grip. It loses its grip. And then if we get really crazy, it can even morph into praying in love for that person. Hey, this is Adam. I really appreciate you being here to check out the podcast. If this episode helps you in any kind of way, we ask that you share it with the person you thought of when you heard it so we can keep making a difference. And if you love more kick-ass content so you can work toward that transformation you're looking for in your life, you can check out our YouTube channel with partial and full clips of many of the podcast episodes, or you can check out the Freaking Blessed Podcast on almost every audio podcast channel known to man. And leave us some feedback, engage, and we'll see you next time. Let's wrap up with 43 seconds of bonus content you've probably never heard. It has a slightly different perspective to equip and encourage you. If you've never felt like you've had thoughts of violence toward people who've hurt you, you're either a half a step shy of having a halo or you're just lying. Not me. I wanted to cause damage to them. And I had to realize that by releasing them, I, they, they are not getting off the hook. They're not. I believe it. But I did. I got off the hook from the chains that were holding me down. Every day when it tries to come up, nope, I've forgiven them. See what they did when you're reminded? But what about what they did to you? Nope, it's not mine anymore. I'm choosing peace. I'm choosing happiness. Choose goodness over strife. Choose peace over discontent.